0: Well, everybody, Josh Neighbors here, host of the Locked On Nationals podcast. This is a crossover edition of Locked On Nationals and Locked On Padres. Javier Reyes, the host of Locked On Padres, joins me. And there's only one thing that's on the minds of everybody listening right now. The Washington Nationals have traded Juan Soto and Josh Bell to the San Diego Padres for a package containing, I believe, what, six players, five, six players uh, in total, the blockbuster deal of all blockbuster deals, one of the largest trades ever made, most important trades, not just in baseball history, but I would say in sports history. Javi, nice to talk to you again. And uh, what was your reaction when you initially saw that the deal was completed?
1: Oh, I was calm. I was calm. I was rational. As you know, we've done, we've done a bunch of crossovers together. As you know, I don't have high energy whatsoever, right? Like I'm actually known for being a little stoic. You know what I mean? Like I'm like a sphinx. You know, I I rarely show any emotion, Josh. And uh, yeah, I showed a lot of emotion. I was obvi- I'm obviously kidding. Uh, it was nuts. I'm in the middle of work, and I think a key thing to point out is that for me on the side of this, and even for you to an extent, because of the Nationals and Padres last year with Max Scherzer, right? Mm-hmm. That we're all seeing these updates. We're seeing them. All- the Padres, it's between Padres and Dodgers. It's between Padres, Dodgers and Cardinals. Now it's on the half yard line. Now it's now it's that the Padres are aggressive. Always. And I'm like, bro, I, I've seen this movie before, even in the off season where they thought, and this is the first ever time I'm going to say it. I'm going to say his name finally, because he's gone. Eric Hosmer that we thought he was getting traded to the Mets. That didn't go through all these things. And now look at us. No more Eric Hosmer. Instead, Josh Bell. Juan Soto. And by the way, the fact that acquiring Josh Hader and extending Joe Musgrove and also acquiring Brandon jury are like maybe the seventh or eighth, most important things that happened to this team over the past 24 hours really kind of a, is a perfect summation of where my mind is at. And I imagine the mind of many Padres fans everywhere.
0: Well, you know, I have to say that that's one of the things that nationals GM Mike Rizzo actually mentioned uh, in his remarks, the media that he just made it, you and I are recording at five 13. So everything's not done yet there's still more moves to be to be had and and i think the nationals probably make one or two more but um he mentioned he's like he gave aj preller a lot of credit the general manager of the san diego padres he said he's going for it man i mean he's aggressive Mm -hmm. he is going for it and look i you know there are a lot of people out there saying you know or saying about the package i mean guys don't act like you don't know you you know about these players we really don't i mean javi you're you know you're more of an authority on these Mm -hmm. guys uh, th- and then most, but let me just read the actual trade package um, itself. So, being sent to the San Diego Padres, it is Josh Bell and uh Juan Soto, and then in return, the Nationals are getting uh CJ Abrams, they are going, uh, who's a shortstop, Mackenzie Gore, who's a left handed pitcher, Robert Hassel III, who's an outfielder, James Wood, who's also an outfielder, Jarwin Susuna, who's a right handed pitcher. And they're getting Luke Voit, which I'm actually like <laughs> I'm actually fine with it being Luke Voigt as opposed to Eric Hosmer. Um, that was a really yeah. weird wrinkle in this trade and something that we actually get to here in a little bit. But um, you know, th- this is a I mean, this is a massive trade. Mike Rizzo said, "Look, we you know we 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 were in a position where we had to say no. Somebody you know somebody had to make us say yes, and this trade made them say yes. And so you know, I, I mean, I, I think it's a fair package. Like." I didn't think last year's package in the Turner and uh, Mm -hmm. Max trade was fair. I mean, on its surface, the amount of top prospects the Nationals are getting here—they're getting also variety too. Like Abrams and Gore Mm -hmm. could probably will probably be playing for the Nationals, uh, you know, in a month or so here. And also, um, you know, a lot of guys who are kind of more down the line, Susana, um, you know, Wood. I mean, those are guys we're going to see. You know, it'll it'll take a little bit. So they got some variety here. They really restocked the farm. I actually think the package, you know, I'm not saying I know for sure, but like these were the best assets the the Padres had.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The best assets. They did hang on to guys like Luis Campizano, who clearly I think after this trade, uh, the Padres see as their future catcher, which is good because I have not,
0: I've always been. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. They don't need a catcher. They 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 traded for Kiebert Ruiz. You mentioned the package for last year. That's, you know, why it was light of course, Josh is because um, uh, what's his name? Mike Rizzo was a sleeper agent. For the yes. Dodgers. And of course, thankfully, because of AJ Preller, he snapped him out of that and made him, you know, more of just his own person against them. Thank you to AJ Preller for that. But yeah, I think, look, there's so. I mean, we're going to talk about this all episode, obviously. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is like the biggest trade, at least of our lifetime. I, don't, yeah. I hate being hyperbolic, but it probably is because of the fact that Soto some would even say the best player in baseball. And that's totally fair. You can make that argument. The guy's never had an on-base lower than 400. Uh, So you have that. The fact that he's so young is the key part here. I just think like they did give up a decent amount, the Padres. Mm -hmm. And I think that one of the things I was worried about was that if you count the Brandon jury trade, Josh Hader thing and everything, that they were going to give up every single asset. I was a little bit worried about that, but they got they got Bell on top of all of this. They were able to get rid of Mr. Eric Hosmer, who I can finally say now in full on my podcast, which I imagine time listeners of my show will appreciate. Um, and they were able to just make a lot of improvements with, by not going all in on one guy, which I think is important. That being said, the players they gave up were really enticing. Uh, CJ Abrams, while he hasn't been awesome for them so far he's a baby. He's like 21, 21. years old. Yeah. So like the fact that he's up in the first place is incredible. Right. And then you have Mackenzie Gore, who, if not for this injury, which is probably a big part of why they're willing to move on from him, since they're worried about when will he come back? If they're trying to make a world series run, which they right. clearly are after this move that the Padres said, okay, we're, we're willing to deal him. Robert Hassel's really exciting. I think he's going to climb up the po- prospect rankings might even be in the top 10, dare I say, by the time we get to next season. And James Wood is kind of like a high tier lottery ticket. And what I mean yeah, by that is I, I'm, like, so that's the guy
0: I've been getting school. the most messages about. Yeah. James uh, Wood. That's dog. Yeah.
1: If you see some minor league videos of just him, where he reaches down to get the ball and where he, this isn't just a guy who hits a certain place for power, right? This isn't a guy who just sits outside or upside it's down, it's away, it's inside. So He's really interesting, but it's also true. He's a high, he's a single-A type of guy, right? It's possible he flames out. It's possible. This is just what happens for these freak power prospects. That being said, the guy is huge, right? Like Massive. he's like six seven. Yeah. So is this another Aaron Judge type guy? Maybe, but clearly it made sense for the Padres to, if they were getting Juan Soto, to move on because he's clearly more down the line. Hassel, Abrams, those guys are going to be ready soon. And like you said with Gore, he'll be ready. So I don't think it was a nothing thing. If you're a Nationals fan, though, the other side of this is while it does look nice historically throughout baseball and any sport, dare I say, trading superstars of Juan Soto's caliber, even for the giant package, tends to not work out for the team that traded the superstar. Tends not to. Not all the time, but tends not to go that way. So there's kind of two ways to view this on the surface. I think that the Padres really did give them some pretty good players, uh, but also I'm wondering you know just how did we get here almost if you're a nationals fan right?
0: well I, I think the answer is this and there's obviously a combination of things and i'm going to talk mm-hmm. about a lot of my show but like the nationals it, they're not they're not good like they're so bad I, here's the i put it they are so bad to the point where keeping yep. juan soto doesn't make sense you can try to rationalize whatever way you want to but if they you know it felt like the the relationship was beginning to fracture all right and if that's the case what you know what do you have? You have an asset with three years left and his value will never be higher. Now, I think they could have hung on to him and still traded him offseason, still got a massive haul for him and, and maybe given it one more shot. But to what end? I mean, the Nationals right. need help at outfield, at third, at short, at second, at first. Like there are, no, there are no positions where the Nationals are for sure set for the future. And so this is important that they made a move like this you know where the relationship is starting to fracture, like, okay, you pay, you know, you keep Juan Soto for the next couple of years, you pay him 20 million dollars in arbitration, and what do you get? I mean, you, your team's not gonna be any good. And Josh Bell walks, you're gonna go and sign somebody else and try to give it a go. Your division's way too good. So this was the time now to to cash in on Juan Soto because he was not coming back. And this kind of gets the big thing, I mean, I think we're all thinking like He's. I mean, I don't think he's going to re-sign with the Padres. He's definitely going to hit free agency. Like, that is for sure. I mean, Mm -hmm. he might re-sign with the Padres, but not before he hits free agency. That is why the Nats had to do it. A, they're horrible, which is a problem of their own making, and B, Juan Soto is one of the best players or best, you know, one of the best rising stars in modern sports history who's accomplished so much at so young relative to their sport, and his agent was going to make sure – He's going to hear every single last offer to see how much money he can make. And the Nationals, there's no point in getting in that business because they're so bad and they need some stuff to make them better. So this is is kind of where I think they are with this. On the flip side, Javi, I mean, the Padres, just all of it. They're going for all of it. They're taking no prisoners. They're making all of the moves. Now, here's what I'll say. The National League is a hell on a cell match to get to the, the World Series this year. The Mets and the Braves are battling it out. It looks like both of them will make it. Obviously, the Padres and Dodgers are both set to make the playoffs as well. I'm not really too worried about the Brewers. But I think between, I mean, those are those are all legitimate threats to go to the World Series. And I don't think anybody would be surprised if any of those four teams made it. And so the Padres are gearing up like they have a massive mountain to climb because they do.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. But in fairness, they went out and got a guy who is about as sure a thing you could find, right? He's just, it's one of the great joys that I think Padres fans have felt uh, acquiring Wadso at a lot of times. But Josh, can I just really quickly before we dive yeah. even deeper into this? Because I want to give Nationals fans some hope. You know what I mean? I want to give them my perspective on this whole thing. Can we talk about one of life's other biggest joys?
0: I'm not sure what you're referencing. So I can't can't say if we'll we'll agree, but we'll see. We got got baseball. We've
1: got video games. We've got anime. We've got the San Diego Padres, Washington Nationals. Those are some of life's greatest joys. But another one is food, my friend. And another one specifically in food are protein bars, my friend. And do you know what are the best protein bars that you can get?
0: I, know. I think I know. I think listeners know. I believe they are built bars. They are built bars
1: indeed, Josh. Thank you so much. You figured it out, you smart alecky goose. You know what I mean? Uh, but Guys, if you haven't yet tried uh, the built bars, you need to go check them out. They're soft and easy to chew, covered in 100% chocolate. They've got a ton of flavors. I know I personally, I really like the cherry bar seal flavor. They got all kinds of cool stuff, but they also have built bar puffs, which are kind of like puffy, marshmallowy versions of the built bars, and they're very, very good. So go check those out. Cookie dough chunk puffs. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and, of course, covered in 100% chocolate. All
0: sorts of good stuff, man. It's really great. It's really great over that built Bar. They go down easier than the one Soto trade will for Nats fans. I'll I'll promise you that.
1: they absolutely will. And Padres fans, as you're watching him take his at-bats probably within the next day or so, have yourself a Bilt Bar Puff on the side, guys. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk flavor. You're going to love all of their stuff go grab yourself some bars, go to built.com, use promo code locked 15 and get 15% off your order. Remember that's promo code locked 15 for 15% off your order.
0: All right. I think he did. did pretty good
1: there. I, don't know. Yeah, I, think,
0: no, I think he did. Uh, I mean, I think, I think some of the fans are like, Oh my God, what is this? Where is he going with this? <laughs> um, and I, I'm not sure they agree with one of the great joys being Nats baseball right now. I'm not sure they're totally in agreement with that. Um, I was trying to be polite, you know? <laughs> um, so, so, you know, I think, I mean, here's the thing, like, you make the trades. I still wouldn't call the, the, the Padres the team to beat in the National League. Mm. Like, I still think as long as that Dodgers barrier is right there. Still think, I mean, you know, the, uh, the Braves won the World Series and are going to be back in the playoffs. Say what you want, but, like, they are still going to have Ronald Acuna. They're still going to have Austin Riley, who is on a massive tear. Still going to have Matt Olson. They're still going to have Dansby Swanson. They're still going to have Charlie Morton. They're still going to have Ian Anderson. Still going to have you know uh, um, uh, Kyle, I'm trying to think, uh, Max Freed. Like, you know, it's still, still a lot of guys, unlike the Nationals, much of the championship team is intact and going to be intact for a long time. The Mets obviously have shown, you know, their supremacy in the National League East this year. You know, great job staying in front of against the, the Yankees and, uh uh done a good job against the Braves recently, turned that challenge away. The Dodgers still lord over that division. I mean, look, on paper, you might be the favorites, but how often do we do we know that on paper is not how you know the track to a world series normally goes? It is usually the teams just play best that just has a good enough record to get in and is playing the best baseball. So you know,
1: yeah, man. Not it's a interesting to say on paper because you know who on paper has had a good team for so long? The Dodgers. And it took them a truncated season to finally win a title. Congratulations. And your nationals. They they were for years, ESPN Magazine, all these things. They got Ian Desmond and Ryan Zimmerman and Jordan Zimmerman and Scherzer, who was great, obviously, and Harper. And it took them with their lowest amount. So don't get me wrong. You have a great point. But I think here's how I'll sell it. Um, you know, going back to the, the Josh Hader trade, right? The Milwaukee Brewers are out here, and everybody go look up the the interview that Devin Williams did where he just looked completely distraught and frustrated. I think Padres fans, because unlike the Nationals, who in fairness, they did win a World Series not too long. Ago. So did. I imagine, let's rewind back in 2018 or whatever, if you told them, we're going to lose everything, but we'll win a title. I think there's a good amount of people who are like, let's Okay, do it.
0: can I count this? Here's the thing. Nats fans Go for did, it. Go did, for it. I didn't actually get to enjoy the title as much as I is like. So like, I have made this point a bunch. I went mm-hmm. to some Braves games this year, and every single game was a celebration of the title, right? In some way, shape, or form, every single home game, they are celebrating the championship. Mm-hmm. The Nats got robbed of that. Twenty twenty truncated, shorted, shortened season, no fans, and in twenty one whatever was left of that team, mm-hmm. not even full, not even full capacity team was bad, and so really you didn't get to see much of that team. And by that time you get to see them, they weren't the reigning world champions anymore. The team gets to go away. So really, kind of the enjoyment, the savoring, you, you won one, yes, but the kind of the spoils that come with it, you know, the the defense of it, like it really just it wasn't there for the Nats fans. So it's a title, yes, but not one you get to enjoy fully with all the spoils. So I do think that combined with how fast it really went away from them does make this, you know, still hard to swallow a bit more.
1: Fair. Yeah, I understand that. That's fair. That's fair, but Hey, still banners fly forever. I get what you're I saying. Know. And in fairness, I would say 29 teed for a reason because you know, We didn't know that the world would end in fairness, but I think that if you're a Padres fan, this has been a team that hasn't won basically ever. The last time they were good was 05. The last time they were really good was 84, 96, 98, around those years. So they're desperate. They're like, let's do it. And with back to the Josh Hader point, you would much rather be the team like the Padres that said, screw it, we are going all in since we haven't won in a while versus the other team that's like, we haven't won in a while. I think the last time we were in a World Series was like 86, uh, but we're still not going to go in. Instead, let's trade our top closer and one of the best relief pitchers in baseball and also maybe put Colton Wong, our starting second baseman, on the market too, even though we, we are leading the division, right? So you don't want to be that. And our salary isn't that high. They're like 20th in the league. I've been making fun of the Brewers all year. I hate the Brewers. Yeah, I mean, um,
0: they're, I mean like, they know. I, I, I'll give them credit for knowing that they can't win. They, they know they can't win. <laughs> Like it's, it's that, but it's yeah. also
1: like the fact that they just refuse to try. You know what I mean? They're like, all right, we're, we're yeah. just not doing anything. <laughs>
0: yes. It is so, a situation of their own making. Correct.
1: Don't get me wrong. This is a huge thing, but I think that that's what's so fun about this is it depends on the fan base, right? Like for Padres fans, they're like, heck yeah, let's do this. If everything's flipped around, we're in bizarre World and this is a Red Sox situation, they might be like, whoa, 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 no. We're about dominance and sustained dominance because we've won recently. So that might be a perspective on this. And the other thing. For Nationals fans, speaking of competitiveness and whatnot, you were saying, you know, look, he declined that contract a few weeks ago. The contract extension was 15 years. 440 million whatever it was and you knew all right the writing's on the wall he's probably gone we have the all-star festivities we have that weird him not flying a private jet storyline that, that was the dumbest story ever it was the dumbest thing ever to be honest i kind of enjoyed it from just a bystander i thought it was hilarious that we were millionaires big deal. fighting
0: over which whose jet yeah. we fly on is just yeah, yeah. To, uh
1: yeah. for for all my fellow comrades go look up the account uh, celebrity airplanes uh but <laughs> so you can go do that so if I'm a Nationals fan, you also look at you know there was years when people were saying I remember in like 2014 2015 should the Angels trade Mike Trout? And he was young, he was great and all this and look at where the Angels are now. Turns out the so answer, might a answer might have been, been yes. Yeah, turns out the answer might have been yes. Turns out the answer might have been yes. So if you're the Nationals, at least look at that and say yes, he's awesome. But it really was a bad team. The Corbin contract, the Strasburg contract, hamstrings them in a lot of areas. Yeah. They don't have Trey Turner anymore. They didn't really have a lot of farm system depth. Victor Robles didn't turn into maybe a star that people would have uh, might've thought he could become, right? All these things combined, they're in more of a position where they were like, it actually really might make sense for them to get rid of him. We're gonna try the contract. If he says no, then I don't think this is the worst thing in the world for Nationals fans. And for Padres fans, I mean, they basically just were like, let's simply recreate the the upcoming world baseball classic Dominican Republic team. That seems to be that seems the really, same Diego Padre be, strategy. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's incredible because this team is now gonna have Juan Soto and Josh Bell and Brandon Drury as like a decent DH potential guy. And granted, those guys only for half the season or the the final stretch, but you have all those guys on top of Manny Machado and pro Profar, who's had a very quietly solid season, even though he scared me when he got hurt um, a, a month or so ago. But he's been good. You got Hassan Kim playing good defense. Eric Hosmer. You don't have to watch him anymore. You, you just don't have to watch that guy play so, first anymore. Can and we- then we hit on the biggest addition second
0: here yeah, we yeah, yeah.
1: Second here. I mean, <laughs> are you this... upset because i'm just so happy and you're just
0: miserable. Well, no the hosmer thing is it was one of the more ridiculous things when it happened yeah, we
1: need to talk about that yeah
0: you want to finish your point first i'm going to cut you off
1: and the last thing i was going to say is there was a universe in which padres fans they were joking about this on on twitter and whatnot that aj probably was going to be like look our our biggest addition was getting fernando tatis jr back you know what i mean there was a universe yeah, right. where that's what he was going right. to say and in fairness he wouldn't be totally wrong about that but instead he went out and did crazy things because aj Pre- i mean i just want him to grind my bones into dust just take my head like the predator you know what i mean when they rip your your skull out and all that I just just do that i want him to like final destination style murder me that's how legendary wow aj Prowler is uh, all right so guys.
0: let's talk about um <laughs> let's talk about eric Hosmer, i guess uh, speaking of final destination uh this might not be his he's going to the red sox <laughs> mm-hmm. so th- this was confusing to me yeah the nationals it seemed like had agreed to take eric Hosmer back in return now mm-hmm. this made no sense because to me at the time i was thinking well are they doing like it was just the only way they could maximize their package because at that point they're giving you one soto they're giving you um, they're taking away Eric Hosmer for the next three years as well, $40 million to get him off the books. And then they're going to give you the rental replacement who is better than Eric Hosmer and Josh Bell. Mm-hmm. That should mm-hmm. have been worth some extra. Then it turns out that the Josh Bell part of the deal didn't really matter at all. Or excuse me, the, the, the Eric Hosmer part didn't yeah. really matter at all. Right. Once he said no to the Nats, they're like, well, we'll just do it without him. And yeah. It's like, why are we agreeing to take on Eric Hosmer? If, it's just, <laughs> if it just doesn't matter. <laughs> Am I am I a lunatic? Why would you why would you help them Mm -hmm. clear more salary space to help them maybe stand out of tax? Like like you should be punishing other teams for like, you know, this kind of stuff. You should take an extra prospect on the way out. You know, Mm -hmm. you should be taking an extra player. Like I, I did not understand that. It turns out it doesn't matter if you get Luke Boyd in the end. so it's like, yeah, what is you know, what's the what is the the exercise here?
1: Yeah, it didn't make much sense to me. It's funny. I, it, just let me pour one out for my guy, Luke Boyd. I'm not actually going to pour anything, but let me pour one out. He was a fun padre. I really like, you're going to like him uh, for his home runs and his little splashing the water and pretending to chug it. He's That's really rewarding. fun. Yeah. Josh Bell at Brady Drury, obviously from baseball sense of upgrade, but it's it's sad because I was, I really enjoyed Luke Boyd and didn't really have much issues with him. Maybe he's a potential guy that the Nationals will flip uh, down the line or whatever, much like how they tried to do that with Nelson Cruz, who hasn't necessarily worked out because he's hasn't he's fallen off. But you get my point. So with that whole thing, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "You got to be no. There's no way this is gonna happen." Where Eric Hosmer, the the, the enemy, the Judas, dare I say, of the San Diego Padres fan base, is gonna come out here and be like, "No, I'm not doing it." But, and then the, whole thing the thing: falls apart. That
0: was a garbage place to put him in that situation. Oh, like, come on! on. So he's supposed look, he's supposed to pick the nationals on an awful team as yeah. opposed to collect his mm-hmm. check playing for the Padres in San Diego. Like put everybody out there. Who's like, man, if Eric Bosner torpedoes this, yeah. put yourself in his shoes. Mm-hmm. 32. You want to go spend three years with the Nats and win like a total of 120 games in three seasons, or mm-hmm. do you want to compete for champion? And look, it's tell like he's had a horrible year. Like his numbers aren't outright. god awful. They're—I mean—you cannot act like they're god awful. That's like We hold on. We can't be saying Jerks and Profar's having a nice season and act like and act like Eric Hosmer is just awful. That's not fair. That's, look. His power numbers are down. He isn't. Yeah, that doesn't not thats that's not great. But all right, that, there you go. You get the, you get the point.
1: That's all. I'll but say. like, but like, okay. in terms of a light choice, like
0: that's not. That's not uh It was not really a fair. Situation.
1: No, it's. And some people were tweeting this where they were like, this is the most loser move in athlete history if he declines this or whatever. I mean, it's like, first of loser all. Loser
0: move. What? First of loser all. Loser move is picking DC over over San Diego. That's a loser move.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm <laughs> but serious. My thing is, when me? I saw that he was going to prove, I was like, oh, yeah, that's why they had to send over more prospects because they also wanted them to take on Hosmer. Once he figured out that that didn't really matter and said they get foy I think the bottom line is this. He's still getting paid. So it's not like you're going to feel Are they just awful gonna pay for the him guy. out. And he now? was at San Diego for a while. Hey, he had fun for a while. Are they just gonna um, pay him out now? Is that what they're and
0: doing? And
1: now they're just gonna pay him out now, which is at least a large portion of it. Mm-hmm. I have more reason to hate the Red Sox, I guess, right? Uh, with him going there. I think that there needs to be an understanding. And I I've always been careful to mention that. Yes, it's, there's so many reasons why Eric Hosmer's tenure with the Padres was frustrating. Aside from just his play, it's people seemingly water-carrying for him in the media, where they're always pointing out every time he does something good, even though every fan is like, what the heck, man, he's not good, and all these different things, and sometimes his attitude where he smiles a lot and whatnot. I don't personally have an issue with that. Fans do a
0: lot
1: after making a mistake, he'll just like laugh it off and whatnot. I personally don't have a problem with that. I know other fans do because me personally, I think people cope and have different ways of processing things. So I don't want to assume that he's not pissed off like in his head. And just because he's not Chris sailing it and destroying the locker room, right. Uh, that he's not upset. Yeah, he fair. probably is. Right. So I think that that's unfair, but it's all of those things combining, but I've always been key to mention guys. The no trade thing. I'm glad everybody's realizing again, that contract was awful from the beginning and the Padres did not have to give him that. So it is more than his his right and more it's his prerogative to absolutely be like no, I negotiated this so I'm going to decline this. And by the way, in the end, it still worked out. He gets to go to Boston, which is a team that I don't really know what they're doing, but they're at least competitive. He gets to go to Boston Red Sox. Maybe they'll be better next year and what have you than the Washington Nationals. I would do the same thing, right? Especially if you know, it, as long as he's still getting his money and whatnot, Hosmer going to be fine. But I will say everybody has to chill out with that. But it was really funny. All the memes. There was one like, <laughs> like little consent meme thing that was going around where it was like, actually, I have to consent to this trade. uh It was. Oh, it was I, really saw, I saw that. Believe yeah, me. Saw I that saw one? That, yes. <laughs> that one absolutely killed me. Yeah, it was... uh, I put out there the the Joe Biden a uh, tweet where I've like put, replaced all the things where we've, we've launched an airstrike on San Diego Padres first baseman, justice is served. Like, and again, I'm joking around. Nobody should be mean to this guy. I think we saw with all the Jolie Gallo reports, go read that report. That was all NJ.com. I mean, I just... Look, and here's my thing. I'm trying to be creative by in insults by not saying his name and all that, but I never would ever say anything to the guy. And I'm not saying that isn't like i I'm too afraid to say it to his face. No, I mean, like, I'm just, I'm kind of mostly messing around. Like, I don't want to show hate to these guys. They get plenty of it. It sucks, right? So everybody should not be totally mean. It's okay if you find fire off some funny tweets and some dumb shit like I did and whatnot. Like I said, in his last act of hatred towards the Padres, Eric Hosmer killed Luke Voigt, right? So like, it's just all these things, but that people do need to calm down. I agree 100%. And bottom line is everybody kind of got what they wanted. Uh, I right. feel bad for Voight. I always feel bad for all these players that get moved around. I don't think we talk about it enough still. But, man, it's going to be nuts, man. It is the craziest trade. I mean, I my heart was falling into pieces. I mean, you saw me in the lockdown chat. Like, you saw me. You saw yeah, my uh, tweets. Yeah, I was were, literally were... not able to contain myself. It's the wildest thing.
0: Um, all right. So, the I believe the odds now, it's plus 1,200, I think, is what mm-hmm. the Padres are at. That's from our friends at betonline and betonline.net. They are one of the sponsors of today's show. Go to bet online today. When you guys do check out their new sleek interface, sign up. is free to do. They've got odds for Major League Baseball, obviously. They've got odds for NASCAR, F1, boxing, MMA, uh, all that kind of stuff. If you guys like that. You guys can find that at betonline and betonline.net. You guys can bet on who you think will win the World Series, bet on individual games, props, all that stuff. It's available at betonline and betonline.net. Betonline, it's where the game starts. All right, Javi, where can people find you and your work and all of its variety?
1: Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Javapeno, which is spelled J A V I I P E N O, at L O underscore Padres for the Twitter account where I live tweet games and all sorts of stuff. There's a game going on right now, but a little trade happened today. So I hadn't been uh, t- tweeting about it as much, but really crazy stuff. Probably going to be breaking down Brandon Drury, who you know, nice acquisition considering you lost Voy. and will it translate the same? Was he a little bit of a product of, you know, that great American ballpark in Cincinnati? I don't know, but so much to talk about the Padres are certainly the team go check that out and follow me for weird jokes. I guess.
0: You guys can find me on Twitter at Josh neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show at LO underscore nationals your podcast and on YouTube as well. Hobby was a pleasure, man.
1: As always, Josh. And honor privilege. And I noticed you didn't wear the glasses this time, just in case you knocked them off and they went flying Uh, on camera.
0: (laughs) That was, I I actually did take them off before the show. So it's better move. All right, there you go. More reactions, I'm sure coming up on both of these feeds.